What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 66 of Punk Under Pressure Podcast. I'm your host, Angela Yee, sitting in for Jimmy Valentino. Oh, girl. And I'm every woman. <laughs> B.A. Come on, Whitney <laughs> <on with> Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you subscribe, rate us, and comment on your whatever you listen to our, your favorite podcast on. That can be Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and Apple Music. Make sure you hit us up on Twitter and IG at PunksPod at hashtag PunksPod. Let us know that you're listening. And you can also hit us up in the emails at PunksPod at gmail.com. That could be for anything, booking gigs, advice, comments yeah. that you don't want to post online. Come on, booking gigs. Just hit us up. <laughs> yes. You better be, be spilling your cat, girl. Yeah. <laughs> cat, 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 me out. What's up? <laughs> What's up? What's up? How well, how your how have your weeks been? So we have so before I had to do this because it ain't even my dog, but I have to do this. Gizzard is home. Yes, Gizzard is home. Finally, this being a long child start this process back what August? Yes. Or last year? Child. Yes. This nigga is finally home. Uh that's what I've been doing the last two weeks. Just get him like used to being to the house he's doing good he doesn't like he doesn't like whine or do anything he's quiet he's like a real chill dog like and i'm so thankful for that like he don't cry he don't whine while i leave the house he plays he chills he we, we don't go outside yet because he's not fully vaccinated yet we gotta wait till he's like 16 weeks then i can start taking him outside and shit and all that stuff but that's what i've been over here doing it's because we you showed him before the show, and I was like, "Damn, he is that she's bigger than I thought." Yes, he would be. The, what kind of dog is he? He's a golden doodle, a standard golden doodle. He's, okay. The, the vet say he's gonna should be between eighty to ninety pounds. Wow. So that's gonna be a big dog. The, the vet was talking to me like 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 they were breaking news to like a a a mother that she's gonna have triplets, and they was like, "Are you ready for like?" How big he's gonna be? I was like, I guess, yeah. I knew what I was getting into. I knew he was gonna be a big dog. But yeah, uh, that neat. in child uh, work, you know, I work in. Um, I, I think it's no secret. I talk about it all the time. I don't. I don't talk about what I uh, where I work at. But you know, <laughs> I work in 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 real estate, mortgage, or whatever. And you know that is going like what crazy right now. Um, According to Twitter, it's booming. Girl, let me tell you something. Tell these motherfuckers to shut the fuck up. It's booming for a certain few people for shit them rich ass investors and shit. That's who it's booming for. Girl, sit down. But anyways, just been going through that like um um nobody in my area has been laid off, but it's just I can tell like I'm not getting like the work. So I'm not able to get like the um those like you know bonuses you know those you know those seven figure bonuses and shit can't be okay. those not there now and I don't know if they coming back for a while. So, so let me ask you this, and I'm not judging nobody because I'm I'm broke bitch myself. 
Is it because tax season is over with that most people buy buy houses because they had their tax refund and now that it's over with that it might be slowing down? So that more so I used to see that trend happening in um when I did underwriting for auto finance for auto loans. When I did underwriting for auto loans, absolutely tax season, bitch. Motherfuckers bought cars like (laughs) like crazy. I used to get so much like overtime after work Saturdays and shit when it was um tax season but in with homes no it's just pretty um depends on interest rates and stuff like that now the interest rates have gone up so there's nobody really like refinancing and so that's pretty much um i'll go ahead and tell what i do i'm an underwriter for reverse mortgages and that's like old people who like are 62 and they like you know they basically are behind in taxes behind in hoas and shit or they got multiple properties they're trying to liquidate or they need money and they're going to take all this money out their house and just die and just leave the banks to figure it out which hey go ahead do your thing i don't care (laughs) you know what i'm saying And so, like, nobody in a reverse mortgage is basically a refinance. Ain't nobody finna refinance their house when the rates up. I'm, honestly, I am financially illiterate when it comes to houses, mortgages. And I don't want to go back stuff. to forward mortgages like the regular, like, you know, just, you know, people just coming back to, you know, just regular straight mortgages and you ain't got to be old or whatever to get them. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's all type of mortgage products out there. But I really, really think that not think I know. I don't know if they don't tell like my my uh work shit on here, but I've been uh looking around to go into like um get my appraisal license. I'm trying okay. to find like a, a good like program to go to um get my appraisal license and start my, you know, appraisal business because that's like where the money is at now. And it's like it's a whole like group of, I'm sorry if I'm boring anybody, but it's a whole group of people who was like getting ready to retire from that field. Mm-hmm. And that field is like really, really dire for like people to like get in there and do it. Like I'm telling y'all, if you know anybody that's like interested in like being self-employed, go into the look into the appraisal inspection side of the mortgage real estate business. So you're not selling waste trainers. Not selling waste trainers and cheap shit out of China. Cheap, cheap shit from China and weight loss gimmicks like the rapper girlfriends. Yes, I, that's that, that. That is funny how like they all sell the same shit and they be all calling themselves bosses and shit. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're not talking about that. How about so, y'all show weeks been? <laughs> so my last two weeks has been has been adventurous. So um, last two weeks ago, Ashley, I actually took Lou Cipher with me to go record shopping at the record convention up the street from my house. He met up with me and my friend, Sir Daniel, who's a DJ. I think mm-hmm. you met Sir Daniel at the Bulldogs. I know who Sir Daniel is. Okay, I didn't know. So anyway, I took um, Sir um, Luke Cypher to get his, get his record collection started because he asked me a couple, like a few weeks ago to go um, take him record shopping because you know I have a huge vinyl collection and good with music. So I took him, um, I actually bought him a couple things, thought his um, pieces off. And the difference is now, I would say, before everybody was getting into records, buying records, it was cheap to get the records. Now they've been taxed because everybody's collecting the vinyl now. Mm-hmm. Vinyl is the, everybody's buying vinyl for every damn thing now. So, um, I bought a few stuff. Um, I bought an album by the Bronner Brothers. 
And yes, the Bronner Brothers, you know, they do hair. Yes, apparently they was a rap, there was a R&B group in the 80s. Wow. And so I bought the album, never listened to the album, but I bought the album based on the title of the songs. Oh, girl. Because it had this, the title of the song, it had one song called Boy Snatcher. I'm like, mm, that's interesting. Pretty Boys, I was like, mm, that's interesting. Child. Make, a, make a real man out of me. I was like, mm, that's really interesting, but okay. So girl. I bought that. Now, this weekend, I wasn't going to talk about this, but people have told me to talk about it. Well, hold on. How do you rewind an album? You don't rewind an album. You just replay it. You just replay it. So, unless, what, unless you're a DJ. Like, I, I can't go back, like, 20 seconds on an album? Like, on a, <laughs> on a vinyl? Without scratching it? You, no. You got to pick up the you gotta pick up the needle and go back. Child, I haven't seen I haven't seen a, a um a record player since we used to have them back in the day, and they used to come with the TV in it too, and it's been that long thing. You know, what I'm talking about that long thing, like a long yes. ass. Yeah, we had that. Pull it yeah. up, and it'd be a record. That's the last thing I know about a record player. So I actually have <laughs> I actually have like two record players. I have one that was not great; it was cheap, and I have like the and I had the DJ quality record player because I was a DJ at one point in time. Now, what you so, talking about? Um, so the second part, I went because I mentioned this on Twitter yesterday that I went there, but everybody wanted me to talk about it. So I went new camping again oh, on Saturday. I went to the place. I'm not gonna say the name of the place because they didn't pay for advertisement. But it was it's <laughs> but it is a gay new is a gay new discount on in South Georgia. Um they had an all naked oh, weekend. Was it racist? No, it really wasn't. It was actually fun. I met um, some cool white guys, surprisingly. Um, now, that was racist. <laughs> <laughs> that was. <laughs> no, me, no, when I say cool, so let me, let me, if, let me clarify that. When I say... When I say cool white guys, they was into the R. They was really, they really was into R and B music, like the new R and B music. Like, about. I'm just so. Um, I got a cabin because I was not going. I was not going to do a tent again like I did last year. So, so how many people was out here? Was it a lot of people? It was a lot of people. Was this something that happens like on a regular, or is this was an event? So this was an event. So there was um, this magazine. It's called Go Naked. So they have a weekend at this campground where it's like everything is all new. It's a new campground, you know, but they have all new weekend where you go to the club naked because there's a club on the at the bar at the um on the. So you was walking around naked all weekend, Jimmy? I didn't walk around naked all weekend. I actually, believe it or not, I actually had on I actually had on my bikinis the whole time. But so, time. but but why'd you go then? Went so I realized that I had to have a place for my wallet and my phone. So that's why I didn't get naked. So you leave that shit in your in your thing, like they, they take So I because I put like this. I forget how they gonna be charging y'all for drinks and shit, and, and they want y'all to be naked. So I forget that they have your credit card on file. You can charge it to your credit card. I forgot all about that. Okay. So I forget. I was gonna say, girl, y'all want us uh, uh pussy hole naked, and do, so how are we gonna have cash? So I for, I forgot all about that. So my cabin didn't have a bathroom, so I had to. So girl. I will. So I will admit, I held the number two until I got home because I was not. You did shit all not, weekend. I only stayed there Saturday. I only oh. went Saturday, so I came back Sunday. So 
I was not about to go sit in the woods, but even though they had so, bathrooms in the okay, woods. Okay, okay, okay. So, so I'm trying to get like a setup for this. So, so okay. it was like in the woods, and there it was like an actual campsite. So, as far as activities go, was the majority of the people like moving about, just carrying around naked the whole yes. time? Yes. So, um, because well, the Friday night, what would be the percentage you would say was black people there? Five percent. About five percent black. Okay. Yeah. Five percent. So um I met this guy that was one of the black guys that was there. So he doesn't listen to the podcast, I can tell his story. Um, so allegedly he's straight. Okay. And when I say allegedly, that's what the story that he told us that he's straight. He don't like he don't like me and touching him, but he likes to jump off with other men. And you're at a I'm not the one that's event. I'm not. A ju- I'm not judging. Hey, he said. Like, he, he said he likes to jack off to other men. With other men, yes. That's gay. That's 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 more gay. Cause it's for for cause, cause there that shit that's in your mind. Girl, so shut up. <laughs> hey, I said no judgment. I'm doing no judgment. Okay, yeah, I don't want to judge but, your your trial. But <laughs> <laughs> it was certain actions that he did during the weekend. Doing that day that it makes me question, like, I think you're more curious than you are, but being straight is what you want to go go for because it's easier to do. Because he does have a wife. Yeah. And she was there? No, she wasn't there. Uh-huh. So, but he was um, hugged up, kissing on the man and all this stuff. Oh, girl, bye. But, like I said, no judgment. The kids are young. The kids, I know the kids these days don't believe in labels. They just do what they do. And that's a problem. So... <laughs> other than that, so other than that, I did have a great time. Um, I stayed in my cabin. I didn't, like I said earlier, I did pee outside, but I did do number two. I waited till I got home. Um, the hell for me, I will admit, they had a dance contest. Uh-huh. And it was they did the Cupid Shuffle, which a lot of y'all don't know this. I hate line dances. And so they play they kept playing the Cupid Shuffle back to back to back to back. Now like, shuffle, oh my that's God, the um I'm trying, trying to play it in my head. That ain't the um the 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 um Kane Wayne with it. That's Kaya. No. That's Kaya. Okay. I like I do like K Wayne, but I hate the Cupid Shuffle. It's like down down do your dance. Do yes. Your dance. Oh, I hate that. I cringe. Yes, I cringe when I. Oh my god, I just get like secondhand embarrassment when that comes on. So they played that song. <laughs> they played that song. Six times back to back because it was a dance contest oh, to you, to you, to you died out, girl. I would have, I would have, oh girl. Let me call my Uber. So, but it was fun, and so shout out to my friend um, for inviting me down, and I had a great time. Oh, that sounds like sound like you had a uh, really good time down there at the nudist camp. Yes. Well, um, that, that that's on brand for you, the nudist camps and. In um, tantric workshops and jacking off in circles and circle jerks and all that stuff. All right. Yes. Go me into that. So, bitch, the word of the week is reality TV. <laughs> Yay. I'm so. So I got some questions, bitch. Of course you do. Of course, a general question. What's your favorite reality show and what's your least favorite reality show? My favorite reality show of all time is actually Top Shelf. Hmm. I was about to say, because um, my favorite um, 
my favorite of all time is probably it's it gotta be a toss up between either like wife swap or how remember wife swap I remember White Swap. Or and then but I also like, you know, Amazing Race. And I like like those challenge type reality to show reality shows. Yes. Like yes. back in the day when they used to do um those real world role rules. Yes. Like that's the only time I used to I never watched those shows individually. I just used to watch the challenges. I used I used to faithfully back in the day um watch real world and role rules. And only because I will admit that I want to be on real world. Mm-hmm. And I never applied. And I was because I was hoping for a city that I actually wanted to go to that I would apply. And what is so funny now is watching the real world reunions that's on Paramount with um mm-hmm. they doing the, the cast from back in the day with the reunion where they seen each other like 20 years and yeah. just watching that. Um my least favorite <sighs> reality show mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna I, i'm not gonna say I'm, and i'm i'm put like this i'm not gonna say it's my least favorite i'm not gonna say anything i don't watch i'm not gonna go that far i'm not gonna go that far because that's that makes me sound like a hater um my least favorite reality show it has to be the voice yeah, I've never really, I never really watched The Voice. I'm not really a fan of the singing competitions. They just give me like my grandma, but like my grandma used to love. So, so my grandma used to go to bed when Will of Fortune went off at mm. seven o'clock Central Time. Wow. Like it used to come on at six thirty and just go off at seven. seven. When, when Will of Fortune get off, she get up, she go get her drink, her water and shit for her medication, and she head to the bedroom. Except for when it's American Idol season. <laughs> when it's dancing with the stars season, when all them <laughs> when all them co- competition like them 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 like singing competition shows and they be coming on network TV and shit like that, that's who be watching that stuff is old people. Yes, they love that. So I will say the reason why the voice is my least favorite of all, out of all the reality shows that I watch, um, because there really has not been a superstar on the Voice that has won. I don't even know a name from there. I like I like I remember um the dude Javier that was a singer from the 2000s being on the season. Uh I remember Alicia Keys background singer winning. Mm-hmm. Um they had this jazz singer on there recently, um, Wendy Moulton, which I remember her from back in the 90s that was on there. But honestly, I have not seen any, any stars made from that one and show. So I was like, it, this this yeah. show is really literally about the celebrities that's on the show. More stars has been made with Drag Race. And let me tell you something. That's right. a, that, that's that's probably my favorite reality show of all time. Probably now. Um, but they, I think with Drag Race, they started doing too much. Like they started doing. I mean, I granted, granted, everybody wants the opportunity. There's drag everywhere around the world. But mm. girl, I can't keep up with everything. I just watched the American regular season and American All Stars. <laughs> I don't. I can't keep up with all the other stuff. Drag Race is keeping VH1 lights on because it's damn. It's damn show ain't loving hip hop no more. And it's damn show ain't black ink. And it's damn. Uh, if a show ain't black, it's damn show ain't basketball wives. So I haven't watched basketball. See that stuff used to be good, but now like basketball wives used to be good when it was like when they was in Miami. And mm-hmm. what's the little what's the white girl with the little fat, with the fat tongue? Uh, what was her name? I used to call her Mariah Carey. Oh my God. Girl, they gonna um, fuck you. Mariah Carey fans gonna get on you. 
<laughs> she had a real she, ugly, ugly. Cause she, look, Cause she reminded me of Mariah Carey. Her oh, look. clip um, ass. What, what, what Susie? You, Susie, yes, her name was Susie. Susie, yes, that was her name. <laughs> so when, when Susie and she, like that, that was when Basketball Wives was good. Love and Hip Hop was good. Like back when it was when when, it, when Love and Hip Hop Atlanta came on, it was even good back when Chrissy and um what's uh not Joe Kim, Budden, Kim, Kim, Kim Bella, Bella. Kim Bella. What's her boyfriend name? What's Ken Bella boy husband name? Her boyfriend name? Jules Santana. Jules Santana. That's all I'm trying to think of. And um, fabulous girlfriend. Emily. Emily. Yes. When they was now, that's back when I used to watch Love and Hip Hop. Like Love and Hip Hop, just to me. Um, what reality shows? I still watch Housewives. I still watch. Um, I don't watch all the franchises. I literally just watch um the Black let's, Girls. So okay, let's pause on Housewives for a second. So okay. that me too. I don't really. I used to watch the other the non black ones in the earlier seasons, mm-hmm. but I just like fell out. Not fell out, but I just like didn't keep up with them. None of them kept my interest except for um. Atlanta, and I just got into Potomac uh, last season. Last season was my first time watching Potomac. And, um, but I used to watch OC, of course, like way back in the day when Vicky was on there and like the original OG crew. And then when I used to watch uh, New York when it first started out and New Jersey. But one thing, one, one thing I want to I say about this, though, I got you to bring it up. Did you hear about the recent stuff that's going on with Nini? Yes, and I'm gonna tread lightly because the Nini stands are crazy. So I don't, I'm, I'm not gonna get into her lawsuit or whatever. I don't, you know, I don't know anything. But one thing that I can, that I will say from what I've seen, I've always said that the way that he treats the Black Housewives, Andy Cohen has always been different from the way he talks to those white girls. Right, like because even the way he asks the questions, the type of questions he asks, and just all that stuff, the, the, the way he talked to their husbands, and all that stuff is totally different from the way he do the other girls. Because even with New Jersey, and I, I, I put New Jersey with the same caliber of fighting that goes on in Atlanta. That's the worst. Don't know fighting really goes on in Atlanta. All the fighting goes on in the other girls. Right. So. It's very, I will say this, to a certain extent, yes, there is a point that there is a racist bi- racial bias, appears to be a racial bias with Andy Cohen when it comes to the Black Housewives and, regular, and the White Housewives. But, treading lightly, Where was this energy before you was off the show? Yeah. Where was this? Where was this energy when you was when you was working? Like everybody was saying, and and like everybody's saying, and I believe it. I believe what everybody is saying that Nene just became too hard to produce, and that she was just thinking she could run shit. And the people over there that's making the show got tired of that. Because, in my opinion, <laughs> the last. The last season that Nene was on Real Housewives, the last few seasons that Nene was on Housewives, she acted like she really didn't want to be there. Nene has not added anything to the Housewives franchise franchise since 
she uh had that little the the season when she divorced Greg and she was mm-hmm. that Italian man or whatever. Right. That's the last time she added anything to the housewives. And I'm not a I'm not I'm not a fan of Kenya, but she she's great TV. Let me say something about Kenya. Kenya Moore is my favorite housewife. Probably out of all the girls, out of, out of all the out of all the girls. Her and Giselle. My who is my favorite? <laughs> Kenya and Giselle are my favorites out of all my the girls. Fr- my my favorite housewife has to be Karen, Karen Huger. Child. Karen, she get on my nerve when she be like always trying to like sexualize her husband. I'm like, girl, stop. Please. <laughs> she loves She loved that. that man, but it's so funny. <laughs> I, like, I like Karen because she bougie, but she ghetto as fuck. And still though she ghetto as fuck. Country. Country. I was like, I was watching her. Um, she had a reality special a couple weeks ago. Well, just two weeks ago. About is with our family, which I really enjoyed. You watched it, yeah. So I know you watch the gay reality shows. Oh, you know I was gonna bring that up, <laughs> and I don't watch. And I'm because you don't I'm support a, black gay art. You don't support that is not black gay. I'm, so so this is the so I do support black gay creators. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my issue that I have had with. The reality shows, and so and so, let's set it up for everybody. Don't know what what Jimmy's talking about. He's talking about the uh, there's a, a a few several gay uh, reality YouTube series out there. Um, just the one that I watch is Chasing Atlanta. Um, it was, it's Chasing Atlanta, Chasing Dallas, Chasing. Well, well, yeah, it, it's it's they got Chasing LA. It's Chasing, it, but but the there's come, other ones the, too. They got the come they up. Got, the come up is a different like group of people. Yeah, the uh, come they, up. They have other stuff too, but um, Bad Boys LA. I haven't watched a second of that. Ever since I found out that um, my mother wasn't gonna be on the show, I didn't have no interest in watching it. So my issue with these shows, and I will admit, I have I actually watched the first season of Chasing On and I did watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't. It's it doesn't. It just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. In a sense, because I'm the type of person when I watch reality shows with a summer cast mm-hmm. that I'm I want to either root I want to root for somebody. Right. Like the reason why I reason why I like loving hip hop because I was rooting for Jocelyn before she went crazy. The reason why I was watching um Real Housewives because I was rooting for Nene at one point in time. I was rooting for Portia at one point in time, just somebody that I was rooting for. And not saying that I wasn't rooting for any other you know the kids on these reality shows, but it was like y'all some young y'all some young gays that I just it just can't get into. You know what? And, Not necessarily young. Another one is uh, I forgot about G status ATL hustle. Yeah, G, yeah. What a fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> but but so my thing is this: I just wish they would just like they try to show people who are like creatives, people who uh do. Anything but have a nine to five, right? Because right. they, they used to always shit on nine to fives, and I'm thinking like, girl, I made more money on my nine to five than all of y'all, and I'm doing something that I like. But anyways, uh, <laughs> they but but on these shows, that's what like that's what like I don't like. It's like sometimes y'all can just sh- why don't y'all show uh Marcus girl that just works down to the call center and show his life. 
Why, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's 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 other stuff to show instead of these people who are. But if you are gonna show people on a come up, people chasing um their dreams, okay, show people doing that. Don't show motherfuckers who think they already there when they're not, but they get on this reality show and pretend like they're there. I don't like that aspect of it. No, I, that's why that's why I wasn't really into it because it's my you showed up to my event. Like this, I'm like, girl. These I events, ain't... everything is called an event, girl. Like, uh, like, <laughs> like <laughs> and, and, you I know do... what? But, but no, no, speaking of everything called an event, I remember one time on G Status ATL, I was through with these motherfuckers when they, um, this dude, he had, um, he had this thing where he set up set up a table, girl, and gave homeless people some snacks. And then he got mad because somebody didn't come. And he said he was his words was such and such didn't show up to my homeless event. And I was like, what? <laughs> I thought it was just so rude to me. Like, just be like your homeless event. Like, you girls are so tired. So I do want to give props to Lauren for opening her shop. Because what I do want to see on reality show, once you own the show, what you do with your platform after the fact. So I will I give, give listen, listen. I, I will give props to Lauren, even though I did not care for her. Lauren on the show. I mean, I, I don't know her, but mm-hmm. as far as on the show, I did not care for her. But yeah, props. Give props to Lauren. I give props to Oliver Twist to be able, be able to not only brand himself with multiple reality shows outside of G Stack. Oliver Twist is talented as. Fuck. And, I will say um, that with, yeah. with that nigga curled that uh, on the latest season of of, uh, <laughs> of Chasing ATL in the confessionals, this nigga curled his his high top. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like curl, <laughs> and it's still street gray. It just it, it just gives me like somebody's forty five year old grandma. Like that's what it get. It gives forty five year old grandma. <laughs> You don't you 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 you're the fifty year old grandmas. I know. You know what I'm talking about. Because I was about to bring up um the guy that's on Candy Show. Old um I think his name Brian. Yes, that's the same dude Oliver have. So Brian in his confessional dresses like a sixty year old gospel singer. Yes, in his confessionals, and I'm like, you 27 years old. Why are you looking like a? Why are you looking man. like a? Why are you looking like you sixty in his I fur and his in his wig? I but that's another show that's good too, and y'all gonna let sh- uh, sink. It's the straight people got on my nerves. There was a lot of gay people on that show too. I know, but the straight people get on my nerves. But I will say I'm looking forward to the new the new season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm looking forward to. I may I may watch Real Housewives of Dubai just to check it out, see what what they're talking about. Give it a couple episodes. I ain't gonna lie, I probably won't. And so yeah, this reality TV. So some of my least favorite reality TV shows is you like you don't like the um the the uh, gay produced ones YouTube series. I don't like um, I don't like shows with women fist fighting. So, Bad Girls Club, Jocelyn's Cabaret, um, all that shit. Especially Jocelyn's Cabaret. I listen. Let me tell you something. If you if you are a, if you sit down and watch Jocelyn's Cabaret and you are entertained, you need counseling, bitch. You need so- to go to a therapist. <laughs> Because some ain't right. You're not supposed to enjoy that show. <laughs> so, 
this is so with Jocelyn's Cabaret, the first season of Jocelyn's Cabaret, I I enjoyed it. It wasn't it did they did fight, but I think she had a mission to actually quote unquote go legit. To do what? Legit would do what? <laughs> to do the cabaret. Oh. She wanted to do something outside of loving hip hop. That was the first season. Mm-hmm. Second season, when they did the abortion and the girl said dumb homicide, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this ain't the same show from the first Perfect. season. Cause these girls, these girls are fighting. There's no, there's no dance, there's no choreography, there's no cabaret going. This, this is just the girls for these, these just for cheap hookers to fight. And I'm calling them cheap hookers because they exactly what they were, cheap hookers. Same now, the girls club. So, if I was, if I was a girl, saw season two of Johnson's Cabaret, why in the hell would I go cast myself on season three? A Jazz's cabaret when you didn't see no cabaret going on in season two. And then for the fact that Jocelyn talked to these girls like Stevie J used to talk to her. Child. And, and, and that's what I said. If if Jocelyn was a man and had that show, that that wouldn't be able to happen. No, absolutely not. Child. But I did, I, I will admit I did love my wives when it was on because they 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 fist fought. So I like I, I, I watched I watched my wives like in the early seasons of it. Like then I I, I fell out. I didn't I stopped watching it. But speaking Big of Ange, Big Angie was my girl though. I used to love her. Rest in peace. Speaking of reality TV, this season of Drag Race is finally over. over. And Dorena of Drag Race, obviously, is Willow Peel. Deserved. Yeah, so I got to the point to where y'all was like, I don't give a fuck who wins at this point, y'all. Just crown a winner so we can get on with this. It was really dragging out. I will say, in hindsight, this season, the cast was great. This this was like one one of the best cast they had in a minute. It was a good cast. I I just think this, it just... I think just because VH, because RuPaul's Drag Race keep VH1's lights on, that they order more episodes to keep going. True. And um, the girls this year were very entertaining, um, very likable cast. They were. Um, who do you think? Um, uh, who, who do you think looked? Who do you think looked good at the uh, finales? Well, who do you think had the good best finale looks? Like um, carpet or reunion looks. Carrie, I liked her look because it was Thanos because they call they call her the, the thing the Thanos of trans girls because she was collecting trans girls every week. <laughs> that's coming that was coming out as trans. Um, Carrie looked great. Um, I love Cornbread's story behind her look. Yeah. Um, it was somebody else that they showed. I, I thought I thought the best looking uh, person at the reunion was June. Oh, June was a very June was a very much improved, especially at the reunion. Her red carpet, pink carpet, is very much improved. And so that's when I go back and say, if she get give her enough time to actually get into a crowd, she'd be the shit. When I said earlier, but early in the um our episodes, mm-hmm. now that she has some time, because I didn't realize that this shit happened. They filmed this shit like a year ago. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, but yeah. So we get ready for uh, uh, all stars, all stars, 
coming up, I got a um, I guess I'll start my Paramount Plus subscription back up because I had canceled it. I didn't need it after that. So, your wife is gotta... back. Your girlfriend is on there. Who again? Again, Monet. Child. Anyways, let's move on with. The, let's get to some crazy shit like we always do. Yay! Yay! I'm I'm excited about the crazy shit. <laughs> so a man has been charged with arson, um, for at an LGBTQ friendly uh, nightclub in Bushwick in Brooklyn. A suspect has been arrested for starting a fire that injured two people at Bushwick's Rash uh, nightclub. John LaHota, 24, guess the race, was ca- <laughs> was captured on security video purchasing a red gas canister at a service gas station and filling it with gasoline on the evening of April 3rd. And then he went over down to the um, club on 94 Willoughby Avenue, where he allegedly poured gasoline over the floor of the bar. Security video then shows him tossing a lit cigarette on the floor, but the gasoline wow. did not ignite. In the video, the arsonist is seen using a cigarette lighter. After that, then um, after the uh, cigarette butt didn't work, he put out a cigarette lighter to ignite the gasoline, causing an explosion and a fire. Two employees of Rash was injured in the blaze, including a 25-year-old who um, they just had like minor burns and shit. And at the time, the bar yet had not opened yet; it was like beforehand. Um, okay. Yeah, so his ass gonna be charged with arson and all that shit, and they talking about this um looking to like possibly hate crime and what and hold on here's the deal here's the one thing that 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 I didn't find funny but it's kind of sad uh the club the rash owners have launched a GoFundMe page to raise money for staffers who suddenly lost wages as well for the uh, forthcoming um process of rebuilding the bar. And they had a uh, goal of two hundred thousand dollars, and they have raised a hundred and eight thousand of that goal. That's am I good? I, 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 girl, it could be. It, where your insurance said? Insurance. Don't, so insurance don't pay for um. And, and, and to be honest with you, when I first when I was first reading this, I I was like, this this could have been like an insurance scam. Insurance, like ins- insurance, does insurance does not pay for wages, lost wages. They just pay for you to get the building back. If I mean, yeah, out. I mean, you could have um, paid for the people' wages, and then you could have filed for insurance. But you raising money for the people to rebuild this bar, and that just didn't sit right with me. No, that sounds That's like that. It, um, it was a gay bar in Fort Worth. The bar. Do you remember back in the day? The you probably heard it on the news. It was a nationwide story. Uh, the police officers ran into the bar, gay bar, and and beat the shit out them white uh, gays. No, I hear this. This happened in Fort Worth, my hometown. Yes. No, I didn't hear this at the Rainbow Lounge, bitch. No. <laughs> and they, baby, them white punks sued the fuck out of poli- uh, Fort Worth PD and one too, and they had to pay them boys. But yes, they, they went into the club, the, the the bar, and just started beating motherfuckers. Why? Just because? Just because, bitch. Hell no. <laughs> and listen, this is, listen, this was in 1981. This was like, this was a cool shit. 2000? Bitch, now I gotta, now I gotta, uh, Dude, it, it, the reason for me bringing this up is that bar has since burnt down, and I think it was a 
a uh scheme like a um Google. Police raid on Rainbow Lounge has rocked the world of Fort Worth. Uh, what year was this? Hold on, two thousand nine. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. It it was a big story. So anyway, they went in there and um, and just like because like when I heard Fort Worth had a gay bar, I was like, y'all shut up, stop lying. Fort Worth ain't got no gay bar. They probably got a bar with a gay night. But it was like a full ass gay bar. Sure was in Fort Worth, Texas. Them, them boys ran in there on them. I was like, that's that's sad. It's just like I remember this club um, called the Lions Den Towers uh-huh. in here in Atlanta. So they closed the night. So it closed. I think I told this story before. They closed down suspiciously the same night it closed down. The building caught on fire. <laughs> they said pay us the, the same night it, so after the club somehow a couple hours later that building caught on fire but okay the so so I'm it? like okay I don't I don't want to say this is an insurance scam with what happened in Brooklyn and I do hope they be able to build this rebuild the bar up and able to pay the people yeah. that's there because I know I know times are hard so it is and child, uh, we got to talk about this shit again. A former football player robs people he met. Guess where? Grinder. On Grinder, bitch. Stay y'all asses off of Grinder. We really hardly ever get a story saying that somebody got robbed off Jack. That's I don't know how be- how much better that is, but it's true. <laughs> that's, that's true. But like, come on! But but at this time, a former Indiana University football player is accused of kidnapping and robbing a man he met through a dating app grinder. Police arrested 24-year-old Deshaun Brown on charges of robbery, kidnapping, and battery. The arresting from an April 6th incident under investigation by the Bloomington Police Department. Officers arrived in the 2000 block of East Amy Lane in response to a reported robbery. A 30-year-old man um, told police he uh, met an unknown individual, later identified as Brown on the dating app and invited him over to his apartment. Brown wore a face covering and asked the man to keep the lights off so he could not be identified. Now, girl, you let this motherfucker come up in your house with a mask on and you can keep the lights off. I blame, I blame OnlyFans because everybody be wearing masks on their OnlyFans. They be, in, they be into that fantasy. Afterwards, the man said Brown had a knife to his neck and threatened to kill him if he didn't turn over all his money. The man showed him his wallet to prove he didn't have any cash. Brown then covered the victim's head with a coat and forced him outside to the suspect's vehicle. And Brown took him... Um, um, Brown struck the victim in the face and ordered him in the back seat. He drove to a nearby ATM twice in an attempt to get cash from the victim's credit card. Uh, Brown then dropped the victim back at his home and deleted the grinder app from the man's phone before leaving. He threatened to kill the victim and warned him not to call the police. 
And what happened was, of course, they obtained uh, surveillance footage from the ATM, which showed Brown's vehicle and his license plate. They located the vehicle in a 1200 block of North Lincoln Street and watched the area in hopes of finding the driver. After seeing Brown go to the vehicle, police applied for a search warrant for his residence. Um, once they got the search warrant, they went in the house and they found clothing that he wore that night. And he found the victim's credit. They found the victim's credit cards. And all that stuff. And according to an Indiana University spokesperson, Brown is a former football player who was dismissed from the team in October of 2021. He is not a current student at the university. They cleared that up real quick. Mm. Now, that is crazy because, and they got a picture of him too. Like, maybe if you wanted to. Ain't nobody here. We're not filming anything. Why the fuck would you need to come in my house with a mask on and with the lights off? If you that paranoid, then we don't need to be doing this. So this reminds me of a message I got on Jack surprisingly. So I think this dude was trying to rob me or trying okay. to rob somebody. Uh-huh. So this dude hit me up to like, hey, do you like hood niggas? Oh, girl, bye. So Block, 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 block. So my ass was like, yeah. <laughs> of course you did. Uh, so red yeah. ass. So <laughs> then he got asked, so he, then he asked me, are you filming? Do you live alone? Oh, no. girl. I would have said yes. It's, it, are you filming? Okay. So then he like asked me to my, do you host? I'm like, no. Uh-huh. Especially to nobody, especially to nobody that don't have no picture. No. Okay. So it's like it's certain things that I know people be like none, no strings attached, and all this stuff. And when we linking and everybody doing what we linking and all this stuff, I ain't number one. I'm an old bitch. I ain't linking with you unless I know you. Meaning I know something about you, a name. I don't I, even I don't. know where you work. I done seen you somewhere before. It, yeah. Usually, usually when I've um like I, I told you I ain't hooked up on the app in so long. And when I did, it was somebody that I already knew. Somebody I seen around or seen outs before. And I'm just now I'm just now saying something to them on the app when I see them right. on the app or something like that. Uh girl. Speaking of that, you remember how like a few episodes, what was this like a month ago? I said that um I wasn't gonna be having no sex. I ain't had no sex. I haven't, and I ain't, even, I ain't been thinking about it either. Like it's just really uh, being like, okay, like I wish I could do weed like that. That's, that's what I'm gonna work on. You know what? I forgot. I thought you answered you. My bad. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you always bringing this bitch up. Is she your idol? Okay. No. Is she your idol, girl? No. <laughs> So, before we, because we're going to get into this later, but I'm going to tell you. So, the couple episodes ago, behind the scenes shit, I said something about, I'm just here, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. Yes. So, because I've been watching The Breakfast Club, when they do their, their gossip, their gossip stuff in the morning on YouTube, and literally, Angela Yee does not add nothing to the story. She just said the story, and she was like, okay, yeah. Yes, I've done her transition like her transition like okay, yeah, transition. Yes, I've never, uh-huh. <laughs> I've never been attention, <laughs> and it's just like 
So Charlemagne and Envy get a get a um <laughs> they take on the story and, and Angela Evie tell the story like the sky's blue. So next um Right. It just be read it in that monotone voice. So behind the scenes story, even we're gonna get back to the regular show. The reason why BA tells the stories now <laughs> because it was said that when I do the stories, that I have nothing, I don't have to, I don't offer no opinions on them, which was true. And so the joke was, <laughs> the joke was I'm very, and I said it to myself, not BA didn't say it. I said, oh, I'm being Angela Yee. Yes. And not knowing, <laughs> not knowing that she did this for real, uh-huh. when I started watching her, it was very like, because man, man charged with Brooklyn. Man charge with arson. Okay. And that's what Jimmy <laughs> used to do when he would read the stories. And I'd be like, okay, bitch, you just leave me hanging. <laughs> like, all right, bitch, let's talk about it, girl. <laughs> so that's why, that's why, that's why I keep bitching Angela Yee to serve things. So we won't get it. We call it the show later on. I'll explain it a little bit more, but yes. I, I forgot when you said you I supposed to be Angela Yee this episode. My bad. Let's All right, go on to the next, let's, next story. <laughs> let's get on down to um Atlanta. Child. <sighs> in Atlanta. And an indictment accuses Atlanta rapper Cash App. I'm, I'm sorry. Cash out. Cash out, <laughs> cash yes. out with rape and luring women into prostitution. Now, if y'all don't know who Cash App is, I didn't even know who he was until his uh his picture leaked of his humongous dick. Yeah, the OnlyFans, and I forgot the name of the song. He, he still have OnlyFans. His, his OnlyFans like was like thirty dollars. Like, girl, bye. Um, and his, 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 I saw like some of the leaked footage. It wasn't really nothing. It was. It looked like what we finna talk about. It was a lot of like girls like looking like they was like messing around with each other and it didn't look like I, I don't know but anyways so cash mess- out was known for the song oh he had someone called cashing out oh cashing out okay yeah back in the 2000s 12. <laughs> a Metro Atlanta rapper was recently indicted on charges of rape, sex trafficking and is accused of luring women into prostitution. Prosecutors said John Michael Hakeem gets him AKA Cash Out developed a criminal enterprise with a convincing story to lure the women. Uh, most troubling aspect of this case is that women have been victimized and brutalized within our community by people who had a chance to do something else with their lives. Um, that was said by Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis. The District Attorney's Office said Cash Out, you, oh, Shaki called his man Cash Out. Cash Out. Out used his celebrity status to push women into a life of prostitution. How many of these sex workers have been rescued? Channel 2 investigator reporter Mark Wine asked Fulton County Deputy District Attorney Ernell Renfrey. We've rescued two so far, Renfrey said. Some of these women are our most vulnerable women, and he lured them in, let them believe that he cared about them and that he would take care of them, only to flip the script and then began to pimp them out. Renfrey wow. says Cash Out. Cash Out is the figurehead of an organization at the focus of a 41 count indictment handed down in late March against him and five others. So he was the ringleader of this shit. Um, Winfrey said Cash Out uh, faces 13 counts, including racketeering, that's that money bitch, trafficking in person, trafficking a person for sexual servitude, rape, and a 
aggravated sodomy. God damn. Damn. <clears throat> but you know that could be. Let me. I'm going. Okay. The indictment cites events that allegedly occurred in a hotel room off Fulton Industrial Boulevard. Gibson faces. Uh, you know where the area is. Yeah, it's very. It's very, It's what a. It's what the swinger. The swinger club is at. Child. Gibson also faces. Uh, faces charges of keeping a place of prostitution at a home on Alfred Avenue and I don't know what a, that. and beating a second second victim with a belt. He's accused of whipping a young lady who's a sex worker, and then and this was one of the girls that he had recruited. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So anyway, this nigga finna get locked up, and not just him. It's another rapper. You remember uh. Um, the the little boy from uh, not little boy, the 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 guy from uh, uh, making a band, Chopper. Yeah, from New Orleans. Child, he's arrested for sex trafficking. Former MTV making the band star Trap Chopper has been busted for sex trafficking, with law enforcement accusing him of being a pimp. Chopper was arrested earlier this month in Maryland, and he's been extradited to Las Vegas to face sex trafficking charges in the Sin City, according to new uh, legal docs obtained by TMZ. An undercover vice detective in Nevada posing as a sex worker says Chopper direct messaged him on Instagram with an apparent offer to make money through prostitution. The undercover cop says they searched Chopper's IG account and noticed several posts related to prostitution and pimping, including posts where Chopper flaunts wealth and made references to being a pimp including one image of him inside a plane with a phone with a phone alongside the caption sending them with a big bag of money crowd emoji all this stuff so these niggas are really i guess you know i don't know what is so interesting to me um i know i don't know about in texas i know in georgia i know in atlanta um, Atlanta has been known as the sex trafficking ring capital because of the airport. And I know there have been um, initiatives or task force to cut down on sex trafficking here. Mm-hmm. And so what is sad, what I'm sad about is the fact that celebrities, even if they A-list, B-list, C-list, D-list, D-list, are cashing or cashing in or allegedly being involved in the sex trafficking rings and exploiting women and young girls to do this shit i mean like it's lock their asses up because you got the money to do like clean legal shit with your money and make money clean in legal ways so get the fuck out of my face so chopper i don't know too much about chopper except um what he did on making the band, but I know Cash Out, as we said earlier, was doing OnlyFans. Now, if he was recruiting quote unquote collabs, as the girls say, and paying girls for collabs, I don't know what he was doing on OnlyFans. Okay. If he was using luring them then in, that's even worse because they're probably willing participants that are willing to do that. But you're luring women in and doing a vulnerable states, not saying all women are vulnerable. Let me clean that up. But you know, you use your celebrity to recruit yeah, these women or, 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 and, or, 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 or and then just, you beat them. If people need something, like you, you're taking advantage of people, right? And, and I, I, and I, I, I hate explo- I hate exploitation. I hate and you sex trafficking, and then I hate exploitation. Child, there, oh, girl, I ain't gonna get into all that. So, a man crushes his lungs while he's masturbating. 
We're going to end this on a good note. <laughs> a man rushed to ICU after crunching his lung while masturbating too hard. This is not a happy ending for which he was groping. <laughs> Child, the way they be writing these articles is so funny and so like, no. girl, shut up. Anyway, like, you stupid. a 20-year-old man, young guy, survived after being admitted to um, an intensive care unit with an excruciating lung injury brought on by overly aggressive masturbation, according to a new study in the May issue Journal of Radiology Case Reports. Uh, the self-loving self Swiss citizen recently rushed himself to a Catonio Hospital in the city of Winterthur <laughs> after experiencing um, crunching pain and a shortness of breath amid his solo stroking section. Um, subsequent x-rays revealed the man was suffering from um, spontaneous um, what's his word? Come on, S-A-T, uh, SAT word. Come on, SAT word. Come uh, on. Uh, Pannonial, Pannonomadasium. I don't know. This this is a long ass word, but something, some type of spontaneous, some type of big long ass p word. A, a painful, but typically, uh, um, yeah. Oh, it said it air leaks from the lungs and becomes lodged in the rib cage. Oh, oof. Science Direct describes. Uh, a, this is a rare condition that usually affects young men in their 20s. Researchers added that smokers are at an increased risk of SPM, which can be brought on by violent coughing, excessive vomiting, or a strenuous exercise. Uh, the handy Swiss man denied doing exercise, but did admit doing some rough solo exercise. I'm still trying to figure out how does that happen? Like, girl, wh what did your dick got to do with what your... Are you doing? I, I'm, let's keep reading and see. Let's hope they tell us. The man's SPM diagnosed as severe with the x-ray showing a large amount of air trapped above his lung. His face was also swollen and crunching noises could be heard from his neck down to his elbows. Doctors mm. subscribe. How? Girl from Jacket... <sighs> Doctors discovered that air was trapped all the way up to the base of his skull. Wow. <laughs> the man was then rushed into the ICU where he was administered oxygen to help his breathing. He was also given um, some other big word to deal with his chest pain and antibiotics to fend off a possible infection. I'm still trying to figure out how does this like translate to your dick? After a day in the ICU, the man was transferred to a regular office with an case of blah, 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 blah. So far, the 2003 man admitted to hospital. So far, hold on, hold on, hold on, They don't really say, but they did say so far in 2022, a 50-year-old Brazilian man was admitted to the hospital after shoving a 4.4-pound metal dumbbell up his anus in the pursuit of pleasure. And a 37-year-old self-proclaimed virgin from Indonesia got a six-foot-long string stuck in his penis during a botched sex game. Let me tell you mm. something. My aunt uh -oh. used to work at the hospital. Oh, I thought you said yo, I've had a sex injury. I was like, huh? my aunt used to work at the hospital, and she said that uh, my uh, my uncle's uh, wife, she's working at the hospital, and I remember her telling this story that uh, it it's this man that used to come in there like regularly, like ever so often, with a broomstick broken his ass, and they would have to like take it out. 
I'm not for kink shaming, but it, it it would happen like once a quarter, I guess. <laughs> I am. I am. Shaming, Get your ass out of here. Imagine if somebody doing that, like a person keep doing that, they ain't got no insurance. And I know. Have you ever um have you ever had a sex injury? I um Yes, I have like dislocated my sh- my shoulder. Oh and wow! It, it still gives me pain to this day. Sometimes, like what were you doing? What were you doing? Child, I really, honestly, I was getting hit from the back, and just uh-huh. something happened. And I don't know. And it, it, my something threw. I don't know. And it's just my shoulder just popped. Just popped, and it still ain't really like. And this happened. This was like two thousand. This had to be been two thousand. Nine, two thousand ten, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Have you had a sex injury before? Mm, no. Mm. That's crazy. But look, like, look, look, look at me. I know from uh, masturbating though. Like, girl, what is the crush your lungs and 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 get there? Like, girl, that's that's really a lot, well, there, baby. Because so I will say I noticed on the masturbatory freak pages now that. Dudes be wearing weights on their balls and wearing weighted oh, cock rings, mm. and I'm not like I said, I'm not judging nobody for what they think or what their gear is. It's not for me because I have a feeling that I ain't trying to injure myself, especially at 41 years old. Mm. Shit don't heal. Shit don't. I may look young, but shit don't heal as fast as they as you do when you're young. It does not. So you gotta be careful. And I'm not trying to hurt my balls for pleasure. So. No, I wonder when somebody's gonna like uh, fall down a, a, a flight of stairs from fucking in the stairway staircase. I don't wish that on my kids. You not think got no damn insurance, girl? Why you don't see? You don't see no videos no more. You don't see no hardly no porn out there no more. No amateur porn at least. No content as they call it. They ain't making content no more, girl. They don't cut down. Allegedly, I was like my other timeline look almost like. I deleted all my videos off my other page. And it's like, really, what I saw, it was like, them niggas are crazy. And, and, and I know it's like wrong to call people crazy, but sometimes we got to start calling shit what it is. And I think that we stop calling people crazy and we need to because some shit is just crazy. Honestly. And them niggas, and, and, and a lot of them OnlyFans dudes, because I've had the this experience of dabbling in it and like it's st- and talking with them and shit like that and exchanging like planning collabs and all this bullshit. They are mentally ill and it's like crazy shit. Like, girl, I be in jail. And so that's why I see why a lot of people just be like, you know what? Nope. And I also think and I also think I also think a flood of the girls came in from uh the pandemic. And they that did. stopped. And a lot of girls are going back to work. They did. They, they figured out it was work. <laughs> they they did figure out it was work. So what I, I would say is the content creators that I support, and I may not pay for your shit, but I will. That's not support. Retweet it. But I will retweet it. I will retweet it. And shit, I'll get shit. You, I'll give you a platform on, on this podcast. Number one, <laughs> if, I'm if I'm missing your shit on this podcast, that's 
I'm, I'm supporting this shit because that's free advertisement, number one. So technically oh, it's girl. that. But better, be better yourself, girl. <laughs> we have a pot. We have a podcast. I love it, but keep going. We have this free advertisement. But the people that I that I that I literally say, hey, go check out their site. Is is are people that I know that I know from that I'm not gonna say I know for a fact that appears to be quote unquote unquote sane, meaning that I don't know any I don't know any behind the scenes mess about them. Meaning they're not arguing with the girls on Beagle, they're not arguing with the girls <laughs> on Twitter, they're not arguing with the girls on IG Live. They ain't pulling out guns on people. They ain't stabbing people. They ain't stabbing people. They ain't in. They literally not in any mess. And what I do appreciate about the people that I say go check out their pages. They actually look like they really want to be there doing the work that they're doing. They're not looking like the girls look like I'm a deer in hair lights. Or look like the yes. bitch. I need my Metro look, PCS paid. Yeah, or look like a bitch at Walmart that really don't want to be there <laughs> and scanning your shit. You know the you know the bitch at Walmart yes. that look like they don't want to be there, but they yes. got to do that because they got nothing else to do. That yeah. so it's hard for me to support any content creator because. You killing the fantasy because your back the behind the scenes shit that you're promoting, you you promote yourself like a messy, unsane, un unraveling bitch. I don't want to see that. That's killing the fantasy. Give me the dude that's putting in work on his on his platform for his OnlyFans or his just for fans that's doing the production, that's doing the editing, that's that's actually not begging for collabs. That's yeah. that's literally put it in the work for his shit to make it look good. So mm -hmm. that's my thing on that. Mm. Yeah. Ciao. But it's moving along. So this marks our three year uh, podcast anniversary. Do you know what it is? It might not seem like um, it may not seem like I know it definitely don't seem like that three years for me, but I know as far as number wise, uh, like show count wise, you know, we was doing the show what monthly at one point, and we first mm. started out we was doing it monthly, weren't we? Yeah. Then we no first we started out we we was doing weekly. Then we went monthly. Then we went bi-weekly. Then we did like a a four month break. <laughs> we did a six month hiatus. Then we, well, how long was the hiatus? Like six months. <laughs> It wasn't six months. It was like two months. I, I think it was longer than that, JB. It was two months because I don't think. I think it was longer than that. We have to go back because, and see. Because I know, I know, we took a break when I had COVID. Yes, we did take a break when you so had I, we took. I took a break when I had COVID. I but this was a but, break. But this break I'm talking about was early on. It had. I, I want to say this happened in the first year. We had three months. It was three months. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, what have you learned about yourself from doing the podcast? What I have learned about myself, um, number one, I hate my voice, number one. Number two, um, what I have learned that it's okay just being myself on speaking my true voice and all this stuff. And the reason why I say this, because I noticed, um, especially last year, in between last year and this year, mm -hmm. I really wasn't speaking my truth like I wanted to because at the time I really was um 
on antidepressants and if you've never been if you ever been on antidepressants basically the shit that you see on tv where you slow down and like mm, i don't really gonna give a fuck about anything so i'm slow in life <laughs> so um that was that because i know people have noticed that me speaking my mind more um this time around because of that um what i did learn also what i did learn is learning to work with a work as a team because I've always been a solo person mm-hmm. and learning to work with someone that you because re- a lot of people don't notice that we really didn't know each other when we did this podcast we were just like did we we really didn't know each other we and had learning followers to, on Twitter and so what has been successful to our show is that people like oh y'all like like y'all know y'all know each other for years like no we just and we, we, we just came to this and just was ourselves and it just worked work yeah what about you um what i have i learned about myself is that um what have i learned about myself for doing this podcast i've learned to be uh more um comfortable with just speaking Mm-hmm. Um, which was one of the whole points of me um, wanting to start a podcast was just to get more comfortable with just uh, uh, conversation and just like just being just 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 picking up my my my, my flow of just being like um, talking and just building up my stuff for the stage for uh, for stand up comedy. Not saying I get on here and I'm giving y'all like punchline jokes and stuff because I don't do that stuff. But just a whole of flow and conversation, and I feel like this right here, doing this, is a performance. Right. And I think that even though we're being ourselves, we're still performing when we come on here. And that still, like, gives me that experience in that, you know, so I'm not really losing that because I haven't been on stage since Trump got elected. That's a long time. And... I had I, I just did not feel funny like and I, I think I really think that this right here in this podcast was my um I was able to still get on and just like you know shoot shit and just laugh and you know and just be goofy and silly and shit and just like you know get all that stuff out in a way and and that I wasn't able to do it that I used to do it with on stage. Well, the one the other thing that I did learn about myself is um this doing this podcast has actually pushed me out of my comfort zone a lot. Yeah. And it has pushed me out of being a perfectionist because I know when we first started that this shit wasn't right, I ain't putting it out. This shit wasn't right, it wasn't putting it out. Like, that girl, shit ain't right, I ain't putting it out. It's gonna be what but, it is, girl. But it's one of the things that I've learned in therapy, yes, people do learn shit in therapy, that yeah. I had to let go of being a perfectionist because nothing's gonna be perfect, but you never, if you never do it you will never know what to improve and just to wing it so that's one of the things that i have definitely learned from doing this podcast yeah. um the one thing that i know we i have done this podcast has done for me that i have that i don't think a lot of podcasts have done mm-hmm. has been able to push me to go to stuff that i have never been to in my life or uh, opportunities because mm-hmm. you, you said we used to about feeling my pussy let's feel our pussy for a minute <laughs> so I was able to not only go to a podcast workshop to learn how to do the shit or improve our shit. We went, I went to damn porn awards. 
Yes. As a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, media. So I, went, <laughs> I went to the Porn Awards for free at that as a podcaster. Ain't too many people, ain't too many podcasts, far as I, I know, black podcasts was doing have that. done that. Especially the LGBTQ black don't have done that. Um, I was able, like I said, I was able to do porn workshop, not porn workshops, um, podcast workshops. Um, what else? And I, I did a, lot of shit. a bunch of haters. I will say that. Yeah. Let's not forget about them because that's one thing I, I would say. I, I feel like you know, I'm I'm always someone who feel like, girl. I'm not nobody to hate on, and, and and I really do feel like you know we we don't, we don't ever get on here and talk about all our haters and shit, but we got them, and 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 they let us know who they are. Um, sometimes and sometimes it's just out in the open. Sometimes it's subtle and we catch it or whatever. But it's like we just, I think they hate on how like organic we are, right? And, and like how like open this this shit is like we get on here we talk about the things that other people will never get on here and talk about themselves about like who who, who else would get on here and talk about their trip to the clinic um the the std clinic like you know what i'm saying like shit like that like people don't talk about (laughs) because a lot of so a lot of times when it comes to in my opinion when it comes to lgbtq podcast we either Grouped in, we trying to be self with self help, which is nothing wrong with self help. Nothing wrong with girl. That. But I'm not listening to a it's whole me. bunch of uh twenty something year old sissies trying to talk to me about life, girl. Move on. I was gonna clean this up, but you so you with some stature, you can hit them up for that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's either it's either self help, which like I said, nothing wrong with that, or it's pop culture celebrity gossip. It's only it's only two lanes, and for us. I think once we decided to do the podcast, it was like, even though we did some pop culture episodes, our main focus was not pop culture. Our main focus was not. We ain't trying to say the it was just, it, it, like, like I'm just saying, our, our, our main focus was just us. Whatever right. led us to what we wanted to talk about, that's what we talked about. And I feel like we carved something. And, and you know, and, 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 and that leads me to the, um, the asking for a friend for this week. Oh, what? No, we ain't finished yet. So what's oh. your favorite episode that we did so far? My favorite episode that we did so far. My favorite episode. I don't know. I have like a lot of favorite episodes. I listen to all of them. Um, I don't have a bad episode. Um, Probably the ones. I I, I would say like the ones that I can say were. Are my least favorite. Or the ones when I just kind of like didn't feel like recording. And like, and that's why if I don't feel like recording, I'd be like, hey, I don't want to do it because I feel like, even though other people can't probably tell, I feel like it translates. Yeah, it does because um, the reason why I thought stop showing up and for shit and I didn't feel like doing it because it translated on the podcast. Because <laughs> I, did, I didn't know it, but it was like, um, when you have friends that listen to the show uh-huh. and they constructively tell you like, um, Miss Jimmy, Girl, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about? Uh, yeah. You wasn't there on the show today. Yes, I was. You was there, but you wasn't there. This, and this was the shit I was getting in the text message. So this is when you have good friends mm-hmm. that listen to your shit 
that tell you, I need to show up for the next episode and not be not just wing it in. So I I would say that's been my least favorite episode. My other least favorite episode is the one we did not put out. Oh, oh. I mean, so, hold on, hold on. Which one? Because we we have a lot of episodes that we didn't put out. The the one we did the interview. The one we did the interview. Okay. Don't so, please don't say the name. I'm not gonna say the name. Okay. But I will say this: it was my least, and the reason why we didn't put it out because we did it twice. I personally didn't want to do it again. Me, either. but I was like, okay, you okay? We gonna do it as the benefit at the time. Knew, sorry, her, 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 new to this. Here's what I was thinking: at, at the time, we were new to this. We weren't even like we was like maybe like thirty some episodes in, right? And we, and we had um, an opportunity to get someone. <laughs> Um, really, really popular within the LGBTQ community, and um, and we did we we, we got this person on, and it, it, everything just went. It was horrible. It was horrible, and I'm it not was gonna, horrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm, and I'm not gonna blame. I'm not. I'm not going to blame him. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put us. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna say it was our fault as well because at the time we was inexperienced. We were, and and so the plus side of this is we definitely learned from it. We learned from it, and when you talk to other people that do what they do, podcast professionally, not saying we don't do our shit professionally, but bitches that getting paid, right? Books of books and learning to do this shit. We went in there. I, in my opinion, we went in there totally different with him. That if we knew exactly what we was going to say, we would have been fine. But at the same time, I think he had an agenda where he was trying to push, right? As well, right? And it didn't and it didn't work out. So as we get to ask for a friend, the advice I'm gonna say for this: when you interview somebody, and this is what I learned through the workshop, when you ask about the when you interview somebody for your podcast, you control that narrative. Don't let them control the narrative for you. Sure. If they don't, if they if they if they storyline don't fit your storyline, it's okay. Say nah, nah, we ain't using you. If thank you for asking, thank mm-hmm. you for coming on the show, but we ain't using this. Yeah, politely. So yeah, it was just, yeah. Anyway, one day, maybe one day, one day we'll uh, we'll put that out. Maybe behind a, a paywall one day. Yes. in a vault somewhere <laughs> y'all can listen to them, to them episodes or y'all, or y'all can listen to some of the episodes that we had to like uh, cut off because we would have gotten canceled or, yes. or something or the very, the very first episode that so the very first episode that we recorded ever <laughs> B.A. said something about a religious group and I'm like <laughs> Oh hell no, we ain't finna put this out. That was our oh, first hell. I like, oh hell. I like, oh hell no. Oh hell no. I remember that. Yo, so I was like that scrap that got scrapped immediately. So I was like, so it was, I think it, 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 it's some episodes where we'll just um we just go off on people. Stuff that that wouldn't be that wouldn't be good for business going forward because I well, one thing I will say as this shit grew and it grows and start and continues to grow, I I did kind of like um, I'm, I'm of course I'm always gonna be me, but I did like stop being like reckless, so reckless reckless at the lip, even though I never really was, but even more still I just watch how I 
talk to people. You know, you may be working with somebody one the next, you know, one day. So you gotta just watch how you like, you know what I'm saying? Just really go in on people. And it's so and what I didn't, what I have noticed with our podcast that we don't advertise a lot, which we should. And know, and I know to my friend Tron getting me all, all the time, like you should be on Facebook, like nah, they're not demographics. But I understand <laughs> what you're trying to say. Um, but we don't advertise a lot, but I'm, we've I've known people that have actually listened to the podcast that know about us, um, including y'all favorites, Kitchenista. Um, oh girl, you know they say she wants to uh, uh, make our podcast blow up. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. I don't. She. I don't know how because we didn't tag her. So Listen. because. The, so and honestly, and the funny thing about it is that people that has been that have reached out to our podcast and have listened to our podcast. We never tagged them in none of this shit. No. We and and strategically, I will admit, I strategically they never tag anybody in our shit when when we was doing the show. Um, they somehow found out about it. Um, we had some drag race girls get mad about us. The drag race girls come. The, the the porn the porn girls come in DMs asking, "Uh, why did you say this about me? This didn't happen." I was like, "Girl, I didn't say this. I said this and this and this." And then I'm like, "Oh, like." Right. I asked, I didn't accuse you of anything. I just read the reports. <laughs> right. So I say so I say all oh, this is thank y'all for listening to us for the last three years. And thank y'all. We take and we actually um enjoy the criticism. We enjoy the comments. And we're each time we do an episode, we approve. We try to approve, I say that. So thank y'all for rocking with us. Absolutely. And moving along to asking for a friend, which is um something on the same line as this. So I uh was listening to a podcast, uh um I think it was I think it was the black guy who tips. And <laughs> and uh they had a, somebody wrote a question in to them where he had a uh Rod had a question. Somebody asked him, or something came up and asked him, like, how does he feel about um, people saying about how they talk about, oh, take, you know, they do do a lot of talking shit about black men podcasting and um, how you feel about, you know, and, and I take the question a step further and say how you feel about when people always talk about, oh, everybody got a podcast and it's oversaturated and all this stuff. And, and to that, I will go ahead and answer this first. What I would say to that is you I don't I don't feel like those people are talking to me because what I do is organic. And and you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to like do nothing that I'm can't do, if that makes sense. Right. Like it, it does. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like that's why that doesn't bother me. Like Girl, I it, it is not oversaturated because I'm still on I'm still on Twitter asking for podcast suggestions, and 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 I look at podcasting as like a form of like entertainment. Like people used to listen to the radio before there was TV. Right, that's the way I listen to podcasts. Like 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 it's a TV program. I would say this. Are you? So I would say. Yeah, this. go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think it's an oversaturation of podcasts. What I do believe, however, there is an oversaturation of people following the same formula, if that makes sense. Meaning, um, 
I'm finna call, I'm not gonna call those names out. But I noticed that the one formula has worked when it comes to LGBTQ podcasts, cisgender male, cisgender female. That that's the formula for most of us. Um, when it comes to quote unquote cisgender straight male podcast, yes, it's trash. The opinions are trash. However, they're entitled to do a podcast. What a podcast to me is whatever your whatever your life experience or what your opinion is, you're telling your version of that story or your or that or your opinion. Mm-hmm. Some people may not agree with it, but it's your truth. Allegedly, it's supposed to be your truth. Yeah. And when I see a lot of male podcasts that talk about relationship stuff, it's basically to me barbershop talk in a podcast radio form. There are so many talk shows. You can't say there's a talk show that's over oversaturation talk shows. There's oversaturation of radio shows. Radio and then talk again, shows. bitch, don't listen. It don't right. matter. Like you're not hurting my feelings by telling me you don't listen to podcasts. Okay, girl. Okay. It's there's, not for everybody. There's tens of thousands of other people that do that listen to this and, shit. So you you won. Okay. And the thing about it is there's different genres of podcasting besides our podcast, which is, I don't know how to describe our shit, to be quite honest with you. Um, there's murder, there's murder mysteries podcast, there's financial podcast, there's educational podcast. Listen, there's there's, there's so many genres any, of podcasts. Any type of thing that you could listen to, that you think about, just go into the podcast app and, and and search it into the search engine, and somebody done talked about it. Right. Any type and, of topic, you, you if you're researching something and you want to know, just go into the podcast app and type it in the search engine. Somebody has talked about it, made an episode about it, or something. And I will say to anyone that started a podcast, because this is free advice. For right now because I'm going to learn from my homegirl, Freshalina, start charging y'all next year to do, these, do this workshops and shit. Um, when you do your pod, when you do a podcast, number one, make sure it's, a, it's something that you really want to do because it is time and effort to do a podcast. Yep. Um, you don't have to know everything, but you have to have a knowledge of whatever your podcast subject is going to be. And what's going to gain your podcast audience, because our podcast audience has grown organically, being yourself, being relatable, not talking down to your listeners, not <laughs> thinking, know, knowing better than your listeners, because people ain't trying to, like, I'm going to be real, people ain't trying to hear that shit. I ain't, I ain't finna listen to you for an hour and you finna dog, you finna bash me the whole hour. I ain't finna listen. listen to that shit. Okay. If I'm not knocking nobody that does that, I ain't finna listen to it. But with us, it's we've been relatable. We've been ourselves. We ain't been messy that well, I know of. We, we no. don't report nothing that ain't already out there. We don't be starting right. shit. Right. And so we just come over here and read our little uh, stories that nobody else report on. And that's it. And we're going and we are and we are working on getting some new some interviews. <laughs> coming up we are working on interviews but right now i ain't gonna Rich, lie i, I, I don't to, mind doing interviews I, I i don't mind interviews i like doing interviews and that and that can come but i i i really do it, it, it even almost some of my favorite podcasts i don't like when they have people on i like when it's just the regular people 
sometimes when sometimes when, when my favorite podcast when they have a guest, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> and so it's because 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 some shit some shit we don't know the shit about, but we'd be curious because um I'm working on getting somebody to tell us about the kink community because we don't know shit about kink. Ciao. You probably know a little bit more than I, I do. I'm like, I don't know shit. I don't know nothing about kink. And then we're gonna have some people on here soon that we be talking about all the damn time. IEJ, soon he soon he get his shit on get his ass on here because he get mad that we talk about him all the time and we talk about you again this time. Girl, let's like it started. Let's uh who will you shoot your shout out to this week? So my my shot is gonna be deep and it's and it's gonna be shady. Oh. So I'm so I'm shooting my shout out to Ed Buck. Oh. Um since he going to jail for 30 years, so going to prison for 30 years. Bye. For killing those for those for killing those two black men. And the one that got away. Um, justice has finally been served for them. So shout out to Ed Buck. Um, yeah. Um, who I'm gonna shoot my shout out to. I am gonna shoot my shout out to uh my new pup Gizzard. Gizzard, Gizzard is asleep. Uh-huh. Gizzard, he is in their sleep. And uh, like I say, thank thank you God for um a cool puppy. That don't really get into nothing and just gonna be just a chill ass dog the way I wanted it. And how does it feel to be a single parent? Oh girl, let me tell you something. <laughs> These bills for this motherfucker. <laughs> so he has to get shots like every like four weeks for the last like I don't know. And, and every time he goes, it's gonna be like a hundred some dollars. Okay. And they tried to sell me this package at the vet where I can get like all his shots and him neutered for like $600, which that is a good fucking deal. But I was like, he is such a chill ass dog. He probably never would have to get neutered. Okay. Like, unless his behavior changes, I don't, I don't, I don't ever see him get neutered. And so it was like, just, and then the food, and then just like, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's it can get expensive i mean you, you can have a pet on a budget but yeah i'm trying to buy everything in bulk because he eat the same food okay he's gonna be eating the same food all the time until he's an adult dog so i'm buying it in bulk so about to be worrying about that shit. but yeah shout out to gizzard all right as always make sure you subscribe rate us and comment on our on your favorite podcast platforms. You can find us on Twitter at PunksPod. Use the hashtag PodPunks. Let us know you're listening. As I said earlier, for all booking gigs, <laughs> I'm speaking this into existence. Um, influencer leadership packages. Oh, the girls want to be influencers? <laughs> <laughs> the girls want to be influencers now. Girl, shut up. You, Look, who are you doing shade at? That's what I want to know. I'm saying myself. I'm, I'm saying myself because shit, this th- we three years into this shit now. But but, but 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 you know what? Like not only booking. So you know what I really really want to do, and I want to put this out there and put this into the in, into the pod sphere. Like I would really like to get like some other shows together, and we do like something live. Yes. Like in in maybe like Atlanta, like because Atlanta seems to be like you know. 
a good spot or whatever, you know, some other LGBTQ shows, and we get together, and, you know, a, a small venue, don't have to be nothing big, even a fucking, who, who, I mean, we could do the first one, like, in a bar space or something, like, just, you know, let's just do, like, an event, like, with we, black we, we, we put that, we put that, we put that out in the atmosphere. We really should do that. So, so make sure you all the other black gay podcasters get out there who who seriously y'all want to do something and put something together. Like, get at us. Like, yeah, let us know. Hit us up at punspod at gmail dot com, and you can find me on our personal. You can find me on my personal Twitter and IG at grab your Jimmy, and I am on Twitter at wisdom underscore stature. <laughs> yes. And until next time, bye. Girl, do your kiss. You don't do the kiss no more. You should have said bye, bitch. I said until next time, honey. What you bye. think the next time? Then?